The next one comes out tomorrow. It does. This dude. Okay, so he was telling me about this. It's a good. It's a pretty good fucking story. Okay, well, tell the story. Also, who are you? What's your name, sir? Stranger in my house. Okay, uh, we're gonna go with uh, Scottathan. Scottathan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. That's what's up. Also, I'm not going to work tomorrow. Officially, nope. I am not going to work tomorrow either. I'm, I'm not either. Welcome I'm to the to I'm not going tomorrow. to work tomorrow podcast. Yeah. Well, it's also Saturday though. Yeah, you know, it'd be that way. Here. Scott, I'm, I'm not gonna be able to call you Scottathan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How about, okay. about just Scott? We can we can go with that. Scott. Yeah. Tell me a story. All right. So I'm gonna tell you the story of meeting my estranged family today. Yeah. So let, let's get a little bit of backstory before we get into like the full fledged story of what happened today. Can you give yeah. us a bit of a background? Oh, of course. Like we're we're gonna start way at the beginning. Uh, you know, sometime in the early nineties, you know. Two people smashed, and about nine, ten months later, here I come, out into the world, just to a, take my first breath of air. Just a tiny little Scottathan. Yeah. A little, little babe. Oh, a wee lad. And, uh, so the, the two people that smashed were not married, mm. and, and... These two people, they don't happen to be Scottathan's parents, do they? They do happen to be Scottathan's parents. Oh. Cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, there, there was a lot of people smashing in the early 90s, but these two people are important to the these story. These two in yes. particular. Yes, they are. Yeah, you guys remember that scene from fucking Days Confused? Yeah. Where he was like, dude, imagine out there right now somewhere, two people are having sex. They're just going at it. You know, statistically right speaking, <laughs> more than two people are having sex right now. Yeah, it's yeah. probably like a lot, a lot more than like 40. Uh, definitely more than 40. Yeah. In the world? Oh, yeah. Way more than 40. Way more yeah. than 40. Several thousand, I would say. Yeah, at least. At there's least. a lot of fucking going on at any given time. I mean, there's 7 yeah. billion people in the world. It's probably it's, more, like, more like a few million. It's Saturday night, bro. Yeah. yeah. This so, is getting it time. Probably like 10 million. Yeah. Could be. <laughs> Everybody's fucking. Yeah. We're, not, <laughs> we're not fucking right now. Yeah, we're, we're, we're definitely we're, not. Yeah, that's a sad... Yeah. Realization there. Yeah. Welcome to Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So continue. Right. So, you know, I guess for whatever reason, it just didn't work out between those two people. Mm-hmm. And so the father just dipped and, you know, made like a tree and leaved. Leaved? Um, and, you know, the mother tried to find him. Could never find him because he got the hell out of town, apparently. And uh, so, yeah, grew up daddyless until I was about 11 or 12. So, like, I know you probably wouldn't remember at, at this point, but, like, was he around when you were born and then dipped, or did he dip before you were born? Uh, He was around for a little bit, probably the first first month or so. Um. And then, you know, she took me around to see all of his family and stuff. So they they all had pictures and shit of that nature. And yeah, which, which is important for this, the rest of the yeah. story. 
yeah it's it is it's very important um so you know i grew up without him got curious a few times you know i think i was about 10 years old and i searched the phone book and found his name but it was his dad because they have the same name it's a junior senior Hmm. kind of thing and uh they I never called or anything like that because my mom was like, no, you probably don't need to do that. I doubt he's there. And so just left it alone. And, you know, then she got married. My stepdad, who stepped into the role and kind of beat me into shape. Um, You know, I was probably 16, 17. We started butting heads a lot and, you know, kind of... It, it was some common, you know, kid stepdad bullshit. You know, he, he'd tell me to do something and I'd be a smart ass and he didn't like that. You know, a lot of, a lot of fights and, and intrude because of this. Um, so, you know, I was at school one day and then they show up and check me out of school. It was about halfway through my senior year. I get in the car with them. And my stepdad turns around and he's like, so you're moving out. And I was like, uh, what, 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 what do you mean I'm moving out? Um, he's like, I'm tired of all the drama and you're going to go live somewhere else with your uncle. You're going to pay rent and stuff. And I was like, okay. So left there, you know, uh, finished school, you know, like, the worst part about that was, it was outside of, like, the bus range, and I didn't have a car, mm. so, like, I just had to walk to school. Fuck. Yeah, and it was cold. You didn't even walk to, like, a bus stop? No, like, they wouldn't, the school wouldn't issue me a bus pass to ride the bus to school. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, they were like, no, you can't do that. We need, we need mail with my parents' name on it. They weren't changing their address. So. My mom cheated that with Maplesville. We're way outside the range. But she got her friends from Maplesville to just let her send a letter to herself at their address. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, my my parents wouldn't do that. So I I just walked. Um, But, uh, you know, graduated and it was... You know, I was at this crossroads of what I wanted to do with life. And, you know, I decided uh, that I was going to go in the military. And I started filling out the fucking book of an application that they give you. And, you know, I got about halfway through it. And then you got to this point about your, your parents. And I was able to fill out everything about my mom. But I couldn't fill out shit about my dad. And I, I didn't really know how to get around it. So I was like, all right, I'm going to hunt down my dad so I can find, you know, fill this paperwork out and, you know, get on my merry way. And uh, so I called her and I was like, I need to know everything that you can tell me about him so I can hunt him down. And you know, she was very much against it. And basically refused to tell me anything other than his name and 
said it was a waste of time. I wouldn't be able to find him. Uh, went as far as to say that it might not even be him, that it might be uh, this guy that she met at a bar in Americus on a one-night stand. Okay, so I saw the picture of your dad. Yeah. There's not a chance you're anyone else's kid. No, no. Like, was, <laughs> I have to say that is very apt. <laughs> yeah, no, it was definitely, definitely the spawn of that man. Yeah. Um, so I have a, a question, if I could interject for just a second. Absolutely. So with the the military application and stuff, was it just? Could you just opt out of giving that information, or was this kind of like a personal thing? To I mean, uh, probably if I tried hard enough. Yeah, I, I could get around it. I'm sure people go in the military all the time without, you know, both parents. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like, you know, the go-to for anyone from a broken home. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I was like an orphan growing up in an orphanage or some shit, the first thing I would do is go to the military. When I yep, got out of yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's probably what a lot of them do if they don't end up somewhere else. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, it's like. They try to make it really easy to bring in young kids to go into the military. Well, yeah, you know, you got to be kind of young and dumb so you don't realize that you're signing your life away to go potentially get a bullet in the brain. Yeah. Also, uh, I'm. This is kind of a. This is a really sad story. <laughs> just, like, I, to, I know. I know it's like sad to start with, but I just don't want to. I just. I feel bad if I make a joke in the middle of it. <laughs> oh no! No no no! Joke away! Uh, like there's. I've heard the rest of the story, and it does get better. I can I can guarantee you. Yeah, the suspense yeah. is, uh, like, I'm really ready to know what happened. I'm just, like, trying to lay down, you know, the backstory to this so we're all on the same page. We here. need we need the backstory. I'm just, yeah, I'm for just itching. the rest of this to, to really make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Not to be a fucking Debbie Downer here. <laughs> <laughs> down, Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't feel bad for joking about it. Okay. I have. Um, my friends have. Can confirm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has. <laughs> Many times. Yes. Um, fuck, where was I? Military application. Try to find dead. America. Okay. Um, so, yeah, she told me that it might be this dude in America that she had it on one night stand and, you know, really didn't want me to hunt him down. Um, and my stepdad was like real butthurt about me wanting to find out about him because he felt like kind of offended that, you know, like he didn't do a good enough job or something because, you know, I wanted to find my biological father. And it was one of those things like, dude, that has nothing to do with it. This is just a burning question that I need an answer to. Yeah, I mean, it's um, 100% understandable that you would want to know these things, you know. It's yeah. it's a part of your life. It yeah. is the reason for your life. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, you know, my, my, my stepdad, he has a lot of, of mental issues and things like that. Uh, and, you know, I could kind of see where it was coming from, but at the same time, like, dude, this has got to happen at some point. Um, you're just prolonging the inevitable here. Um, yeah, especially considering you're an adult. Yeah, you know, yeah. In all intents and purposes. Yeah, like, you can't just get butt hurt that I'm curious about where I fucking came from. Yeah. yeah. Um, the sack you swam out of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I'm definitely not the only one. 
Um, but he, uh, I guess he was kind of pushing my mom a little bit to not, to kind of push me away from it. And eventually I just got tired of it and it said, fuck it. And, and just put down the whole search and was like, you know what? You know, if I, if I do find him one day, great. If not, no skin off my back, you know, biological father, you know, he may be my father, but he's not my dad. Right. You know, um, you know, my, my stepdad is, is my dad. He, he taught me a lot, really played a key role in raising me to get me where I am. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, so, you know, I said, fuck it, didn't do the, uh, military and, you know, went on to become an electrician. And then here we are 10 years, no, 11 years later. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm sitting kind of curious. I haven't really thought about it in a while. You know, it's a Sunday night. I had a beer or two. Um, I step out back to smoke a cigarette. And then, you know, it just comes over me. I'm like, man, I'm really kind of curious about this. And, you know, I never actually, like, searched his name on social media. Like, I know a lot of people would think that would be the first step you should do. But when... You know, when I last was looking, you know, not everybody in the fucking world had a social media. Back yeah. in the MySpace days? No, this, well, this was like... What was this, 2011, 2012 Yeah, 2011-ish. Uh, you know, not not everybody had a Facebook. That's yeah. not the first you know. thing you do in 2011, 2012. No. Yeah, you know, that was, that was mostly like teenagers, college kids, yeah. you know, not 40-year-old, 50-year-old men, you know. At least none that didn't have some kind of weird agenda, at least. Or, you know, lots of money. I guess, yeah. Yeah. If I had lots of money, the very newest next thing that happens, I want one. You know? If I'm super rich, I want to know what's happening. I want the newest shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I mean, that's fair. Fair enough. If I had my way, I'd have state-of-the-art computer. The absolute best one. Like a Switch. Fucking all the the, the PS whatever. The... Xbox 47,000. I want the shit that you haven't even released yet. Yeah, I want a fucking pre-release. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, really, if you're, like, stupid rich, you don't want all that shit because it's easier to find you. And you kind of don't really need to be found when you got a shitload of money. Then what's the point of making a shitload of money? Yeah, I want that goddamn... I I want that Sega Gamecast, bro. I want all that shit, bro. (laughs) I want... They make things called VPNs. You guys didn't catch the Sega GameCast mm-hmm. reference, did you? No. You know what that's from? No. It's uh. I assumed you were just like saying Dreamcast wrong. No. <laughs> it was intentional. It's from Malibu's Most Wanted. Remember that Jamie Kennedy movie from like 2003? Uh, Is that the one fucking... with B-Rad in it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember the details of that movie. It's a stupid movie. I watched it. With it. Kind of King kind of. Kong, motherfucker. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a stupid reference. I'm sorry. It's but a, that <laughs> was a reference to Training Day, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> a reference and a reference and a reference. Yeah, it's Referenceception. Yeah. Referenceception. Very nice, very nice. Yep. So you're thinking about it. So yeah, so, yeah. so fast forward Sunday night. Yeah, here we go. I, I fucking totally lost that train of thought. Um, 
So Sunday night, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I've never really searched his name on social media. So I got on Facebook and I typed in his name, and I found a guy that had his name with a fourth at the end of it. And I'm like, I don't think he's a fourth. But uh, you know, I looked at the profile picture and I kind of felt like I was looking at myself because he he looked a lot fucking like me, but he had like no friends, no posts, nothing. Uh, so I sent him a friend request and was like, all right, let's see what happens here. So fast forward to Wednesday, about one o'clock, um, I'm sitting at a, at a table looking over some prints, you know, trying to trying to work, and uh, I get a message and a friend request from this random lady, who I will not name, um, <coughs> and uh, you know, she messages me, and I look at it. And she's like, hey, I'm looking for a family member that you might know. And so I respond, and I'm like, okay, uh, who is it? And the next thing she sends me is a picture of me as a two-week-old two baby. Mm. Um, His nose was that big mm-hmm. and that recognizable. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, it was definitely me because I have the same picture. Uh, and she flipped it over and my name was written on the back with my birthday and all that and I was like shook you know what fuck I mean uh, like you do yeah like, when someone gives you a when someone shows you your own baby picture that you've never met yeah like what the hell and uh so my natural response was how did you get that? Who who gave it to you? And she starts telling me, you know, she she's uh, had that picture for a very long time, um, and it was inside a picture book. She never pulled it out and looked at the back of it. But um, her her mother died the day before, and so they were going through a bunch of pictures, and uh, they picked up that book, and my picture fell out. You're like, oh, who is this big nose child? And she's like, <laughs> she's like, I know I'm supposed to know this kid, but I don't know his name. And uh, so at that point, she flips it over and sees my name on the back, and then is like, oh my god, I got a name, and starts. You know, she tells her husband and or her friend that she's with, and they're like, we'll start looking him up on Facebook or something because apparently that's the first thing you're supposed to do. In yep. 2023, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Times have changed. Indeed. Uh-huh. So, uh, did you did you say who what family member this was? Like, yeah, this woman that messaged you. Who is she? Or do you want to say? There. I'm getting least? there. Okay. Getting I'm sorry, there. I won't interrupt. <laughs> yeah. Um. So she says her mother died. She has this picture. She found it. Found my name. Looked me up on social media. Found me. Messaged me. Also messaged my wife. Mm-hmm. Um. and uh fucking you know I'm still trying to like hammer out like who like who are you why do you have that picture who gave it to you she's like I got it from this young girl a long time ago that was you know my brother's girlfriend and you know she was real sweet but I cannot remember her name 
yada 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 and then she's like are you are, are you the one I'm looking for are you the one in the picture and I'm like so at that point I put the phone down and I go out uh, I step out of my office and, and, and call my mom and I'm like hey do you know this person and she's like uh it sounds familiar but I can't I can't say it off the top of my head and I'm like did my biological father have a sister and she's like uh yes he he did and I'm like was this her name and she's that sounds about right but uh why why are you bringing it up and I'm like cause she just messaged me and sent me a picture of me as a two week old baby and she's like oh my god and I'm like yeah uh so I'm trying, I'm kind of shook right now, and I'm trying to figure out, you know, is this some kind of scam, or is this real? Uh, what, what's going on here? And she's like, well, I mean, that's, yeah, that, that name sounds right. She's definitely his sister, um, but you need to be careful, because they're all batshit crazy. And, you know, I'm like, well, I mean, our family is not exactly not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that is a bit of an understatement. Yeah. You're yeah. the only one I know. You know. I'm probably the most sane. Um, You're a pretty sane feller. Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. You have weird takes on spoons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because you shouldn't try to get the biggest spoon possible. You need to get the little one because that's the one meant to be eaten with. I don't think that you have to get the biggest spoon possible. I just don't understand the, oh, no, I'd rather rip my own tongue out than use a big spoon. I don't understand that. Look, bro, a tablespoon is meant for serving shit, and a, a teaspoon is meant to eat with. A spoon is a spoon. Dude, like. You Sometimes it. all the little spoons ain't clean. You, you know you, what? I need my wife one. here to explain the difference with the spoons because she did cotillion and shit and would definitely set My caveman argument. mouth is not going to give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what the I hell mean, is cotillion? Cotillion? Cotillion. Whatever the hell you just said. It's basically where, like, people people of affluence and money send their children to learn how to be fancy. Oh. So they can cosplay as, like, ballroom dancers. There's, like, legit schooling for that. I thought yeah. it was just something it's like... It's kind of more of an extracurricular. Like, I thought it was this just is something... Like, did you ever watch the movie Dirty Dancing? Uh, Do you know the basic premise of it, at least? Yeah, but I was, like, real, real young, and I vowed never to watch it again. Yeah, it's not that great of a it's movie. It's a terrible but fucking movie. at least if you have a... If you identify as a man, <laughs> you probably don't really give much of a shit about Dirty Dancing. But... Yeah. It, it takes place around, like, country clubs and stuff, and that's the kind of places that do cotillion. I didn't know there was a name for being snobby. When you're little and go into a class posh. for it, there's a name for it. I guess posh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I didn't think about that at that given moment in time. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Now, to, to be fair, to your point, I didn't learn about this until after we were married. And, you know, because I grew up in the backwoods, you know, mm -hmm. my spoon was made of wood. We had a spoon made of wood. It was pretty good. Yeah. It works all right. I got one. It, you, we only use them for macaroni. That's what they're for. <laughs> all of those are macaroni spoons over there. <laughs> I have a collection of them. Oh, boy. Yeah. They have different kinds of macaroni. 
Yeah. Well, we'll, I, I really just like, I favor the, the one. I'm just going to use it till it dies and then pick another one. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Damn it, boy. Yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, At some point, you talk about your dad to somebody. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, you, was, you were on the phone with your mom. Yeah, and she's like, be careful. They're crazy. I'm like, I'm not worried about it, you know. What's the worst they could do? You know, drug me and throw me in a river? I mean, that's I, pretty bad. I mean, it wouldn't be my problem anymore. That's fair. I, I guess not, but um, for those, for however long it takes to, to you know, finish it off. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be your problem until it's not. Yeah. yeah, true, but I wasn't really worried about that at the point. It was, it was a, oh, I have, I have family. I would have gone too. Yeah, you know, it's like that carrot they're dangling in front of you. Yeah, yeah and now um, you you found you got the nibble the tip of it. And now it's like I gotta have the rest of this. Yeah, no, I got. I was thinking it. about you uh, earlier today. Actually, I fucking I got on ancestry.com. dot com. Oh yeah, I've got because I, I already did this. You know, I have a big old family tree. I got this fucking massive amount of information about my mom's side of the family. I got nothing about my dad's. Like, I got my dad, but he, it, nobody has put my grandfather on my dad's side on our family tree. Really? Like, I just can't find him. I don't even know the motherfucker's name. Huh. I, you know, I had a very similar incidence where I I did the Ancestry.com thing, made the, made the tree and all that, and... Yeah. Outside of my dad's immediate family, like his brothers and his, his sister and mom and dad and stuff, I don't know really any of them. Like, there's nobody with the same last name as me that I know that's not directly related to me. I did have some chick when I was like 22 message me and say, hey, I think we're related and we had the same last name. But when she's listing people off that I might know... I had absolutely no fucking idea who she was. <laughs> She's a different Hanselman. Yeah. Hanselman is a really specific last name. Though. It is. It's a very specific last name. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess Eads is, too. Yeah. I've never met an Eads that I wasn't related to, ever. Yeah. My last name is pretty common, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, and it's always spelled differently with every family. What was your name again? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I just want to know what I should call you. <laughs> Scottathan. Scottathan? Or Scott Athan. Yeah. Gotcha. Scottathan Lee Ridentire. <laughs> Scottathan Lee Ridentire. Yeah, so the, the Ridentire family name is. is It's always spelled wrong. Every time you meet someone new with that last name, it's it's spelled differently. Ridentire. Yeah. Yeah. Or Ridentier. Yeah. Ridentier. Damn it, boy. Riding tire. No, rad in tire. Rad in tire. Yeah. The riding tires are from up north. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the riding tires. There's also the riding tires. Yeah, your name was almost Scottathan Riding Tire. And then there's the rodden tires. The rodden. Yeah, they're, they're a whole nother breed. Yeah. The rodden tires, like meat and two veg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, another interesting thing about ancestry and. 23 and me and all them they they don't show you native american really yeah it, well i mean most of those you know most of the the native tribes they they don't do like surnames like how we have you know last names and stuff like that 
Yeah. They don't do that. No, they don't. So it's really, it's almost impossible to track the shit. It's Extremely just a tribe. Hard. Yeah, but, you, you just get linked to a tribe and there you go. But like it, you know how they're like, it's DNA testing and all that. They just take your DNA and just kind of compare it to other people. Well, I mean, See how that, similar you are to people who've been in other That's places. basic yeah. DNA testing. But they yeah. can't, there are some of them that give you back like what percentage fucking like Neanderthal you are and shit. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, not to bring race into it too much, but I feel like it's kind of, you can't avoid it in this. But there's a guy at work that I work with uh, who, who is black. He is 100% African-American, but he did the 23 and Me thing and got the percentage breakdown. Mm-hmm. And 90% of him is African, wholeheartedly. But then he's got 10% Irish in him. Oh. So yeah. he, he made the joke. Anybody who can hear, uh, John has no mic etiquette yet. Yeah. <laughs> he's eating Pringles. He's slamming trash cans. Scorching sour cream and onions. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the man didn't eat dinner for some odd reason. So. It's because I had lunch really, really late in yeah. the day. And then I got hungry again. Like right before we came here. It's midnight right now, and just before you guys got here, I finished off a bowl of cereal. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had a bag of M and M's on the way over. What and, the fuck is happening? And these these fucking things have been staring at me this whole time. I should have ate them on the way over here. But yeah, the, those scorching sour cream and onions are good. I need some pussy chips. How's <laughs> <laughs> it tell that story later? Anyway, yeah. we need to. Know, I need to know what the fuck happened. You, you hadn't even got to the part where she said. What she wanted you to go to. Oh, yeah. We keep interrupting you. Yeah. Uh, we were back at, you know, mom saying they're crazy and shit. And I was like, you know, we, we're pretty crazy, too. And uh, so I get off the phone with mom, and, you know, I'm just like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to dive head first in here. And, uh, you know, I responded to her. I was like, yeah, that's that's me in the picture. Um. You know, are you like my aunt or some shit? And she's like, Yes. Yes, your your father was my brother. And I'm like, Holy hell. Um and then right after that, I mean we spoke, she told me like you have uh you've got four sisters and two brothers as well. That's a lot of fucking kids, bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this, she, this man got around a little bit. Her exact words were, he took, go forth, and prosper the heart. Yeah. Mm. Are any of the kids by the same mom, by chance? Or? I, I don't think so, but I'm I'm not sure, to be honest with you. I don't think any of them are, though. Yeah. Um, To put it in perspective, I've got a younger brother. Uh-huh. Who's exactly a year younger than me. His birthday is like four days after mine. But oh, yeah. One year. Yeah. And he's got a different mom. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't think any of them have the same mother. Probably not with that <laughs> logic. No. Um. So, so would you say your dad was definitely a, a wandering man? You know, kind of like wherever he lays his hat is his home? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say or, for sure. Yeah. He was a, that man was not tethered to anything. A vagabond of sorts. Yeah. He's a very big fan yeah. of beer, though. A nomad, yeah. if you will. Yeah. That, 
That rings true. Yeah. Apple did not off R. He says as he drinks a yingling. <laughs> By the way, if yingling is listening to this, we will totally accept a sponsorship from you. Absolutely. Absolutely. But not you, Dr. Pepper Zero. <laughs> <laughs> you take your business elsewhere. We will accept it from Diet Dr. Pepper, though. <laughs> yeah, and regular Dr. Pepper. Wow. <laughs> but you can take this shit yeah. somewhere else. We're, we're a bunch of whores around here. So. <laughs> you don't like the Dr. Pepper Zero? Huh? You don't like the Dr. Pepper Zero? No, man. It has nothing afterwards. Hey, like I like the Coke Zeros because there is. it tastes like Coke going down. This tastes like just fake candy water <laughs> it's hard to get no sugar barbecue cola right and that's something indeed it is yeah. i wasn't expecting yeah. this to why i don't even know why they did this this is doesn't taste like dr pepper it doesn't yeah. taste good you know usually i'm not a diet soda guy but like diet dr pepper and diet pepsi are probably the better ones yeah but the diet the the coke zeros aren't bad either though yeah. It's just the sugar I had to come down on. Yeah. So I can make room for more cereal. You know, that's fair. You know, it's, life's about sacrifices. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I get it. I've been doing the same shit. Um, but anyway. Yeah. Back to story. Right. So, you know, she gave me her phone number and was like, you know, call me as soon as you're comfortable because I know this is a lot to take in. And, well, fuck yeah, that was a lot to take in. I, mean, I thought I was, like, pretty much alone in this world other than, you know, my my stepfather's family that acts as my main family. And, you know, my my mom's got two brothers. You know, they, and, you know, I knew them growing up. They were my uncles, all that. I mm-hmm. just don't talk to everybody a whole lot. And that side of the family's not very well connected. Um, but, uh, so, you know, right afterwards, this was at like two o'clock and me and my boss had an appointment. So I told him about it and all that. And he's like, wow, that's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Is it a good thing? And I was like, well, you know, I, I don't know yet. I hope it is. And he's like, well, what if you meet them? And and they're like all weird. Oh wait, that that would probably work because you're weird too. <laughs> and I'm like, well, thanks, boss. But yeah, you're right. Uh, I hope they're weird. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. If they're too normal, it almost yeah. would be weirder. Yeah, know? like you know, normal people suck. Yeah, you know, it, it could have really turned turned out to be like a real Stepford kind of situation. Like if they were all fancy and you just showed up. Yeah. It's like, well, this is awkward now. Yeah. But, you know, sane people are fucking boring. Yeah. Um, yeah, who wants to be a fucking muggle? Right. Fuck that noise. Yeah. Indeed. So, anyway, we go to our meeting, lead all that, you know, finish out the work day, and I'm still, like, contemplating this. Um, I get home, I tell my wife about it, which she knows about it because, you know, they were messaging her, too. And we were just kind of, like, taking it all in. And, uh, you know, we started scrolling through my aunt's Facebook page and we found a picture of my father and then find out that he died in 2018. Mm, wow. Like, wow. You know, I guess it was one of those weird moments where I was like, man, uh, 
you know, I kind of hoped to meet him one day, but I was kind of worried he would die before I did. And then he did. Yeah. And so when I find out about, you know, that side of the family and where he was, <clears throat> um, you know, it wasn't as sad as I thought it was going to be. It was more like a sense of closure. Yeah. It was one of those things, like, I knew I would never have that awkward moment of, you know, I might see him and lose my shit and be mad at him or, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't harbor any hate for the man, but it just kind of worried me that I'd meet him and, you know, we wouldn't jive or something. Yeah, it was kind of like that great unknown. Yeah. And now... It's still a bit of an unknown, at least seeming, you know, outside looking in. So take it with a grain of salt. But, yeah. you know, that great unknown is a little bit smaller now. You know, it's more of a, well, what was he like? And instead of a, well, what am I going to do when I meet him? Yeah. And yeah. I mean, the the other thing about it was like, you know, I wanted to know if he had a relationship with any of these other kids. Did he? Oh, well, I'm getting there. Um, yeah, I wanted to, like, did he, I don't know, in this storybook world, fucking abandon me and then become better later and actually learn to be a good father or something. Yeah. Um, you know, that's what I'd hoped for at the best. Um, but, you know, I don't think that's what happened. (laughs) Yeah. Um, not saying that he left and was a total shitty father to everyone else he was met, but um, I don't know. I don't think he was exactly your run-of-the-mill, you know, uh, sweater vest dad. Yeah, he kind of he definitely didn't own a pair of um, what is it, what is it white Adidas. Yeah, he he does not have New Balances. New Balances, that's My what guy. it is. That's a dad shoe. Yeah. I owned a pair of white New Balances for a little while. I did too. And a sweater vest for that matter. Yeah. Did not. I, <laughs> I do not have white New Balances. My New Balances are gray. But I really need to get the white ones because they're easier to clean. You know, Scott, yeah. I can kind of see you in a sweater vest. I'm too fat for a sweater vest. No, you're not. No, I'm, I'm not a sweater vest. It'll just hug it real tight. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're a lot more comfortable than you give them credit for. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't feel. I had a wool sweater vest-y. once. You know, a, one of those goofy fucking wool sweaters that, you know, the the kind that you get made fun of for wearing. And it was impressively comfortable. They are. Wool is fucking amazing. I have um, some wool socks, and I swear by them. Yeah. Like merino wool socks, because my feet sweat a lot. And these things never get, you know, like you, you, some socks, you, if your feet sweat a lot, they get kind of squishy after a while. Or that real uncomfortable, like, you know you're stepping in your own sweat right now. But the merino wool, they just, they soak it up, they stay dry. You're comfortable throughout the whole day. I need to get some of those. I (coughs) Oh, sorry, sorry. I highly recommend them. They're like 12 bucks for a two-pack at Academy, but they are fucking worth it. I think I'm going to start wearing more, like, toe socks. Oh, we got to stop interrupting this, dude. I feel like I've been toe waiting socks. for this story. Yeah, your toe socks to separate your toes. Oh, those. Because mine get pulled. My toes get pulled like... They, they end up like that. They end up curled up in a fucking ball. You need to get bigger boots. Yeah. And the boots are the right size. Well, like, if I don't wear socks, it's fine. It literally is the socks. I can pull my socks off and, like, 
pull it's just the way the boots are shaped yeah it's when you take a step it's and sliding I'm used further to, up on your foot yeah you just can't you can't like pull the socks tight before you put it in the boot you gotta leave space are they like newer boots yeah that's probably why you haven't like worn them in yet you gotta you gotta put not, them jokers on and go for like a 10 they're like six hike. months old Oh, well, that's not new enough to be still doing that. That's just the shape they are. But it's it's the socks' fault. Yeah. As soon as I started loosening that, like, my feet stopped getting curled, and I walked so comfortable. Yeah. But I have to put my socks on a very specific way every morning, yeah. so that doesn't happen. You ought to but, try, like, what kind of boots do you wear? Twisted X. Twisted X. Get you some Timberlands. And, like, it doesn't have to be, like, the OG Timberlands. I had a pair of Timberland slip-ons. I will swear by those things. They were the most comfortable boot I have ever worn. I'm just going to get the real Timberlands, some dark blue jeans, fucking tuck those fat bottom blue jeans into the Timberlands and put on party like a rock star. <laughs> so you're Still not going to wear... everybody you from New York. Yeah. You're not going to wear Timberlands. You're going to put on some Tims. Some Tims, yeah. Damn it, yeah. Anyway, back to yeah. Scottathan's yeah. dad. I, I, need, I need to hear the climax of the story, for the love of God. You're still a ways away from that. It's... Boy, we have been listening to this story for 36 minutes. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but it, I promise you it gets better. Let's go. Um, so I ended up calling her that night, and, you know, we had a conversation. She, she told me, she's like, you know, you have, like, a million cousins. Um, you've got all these brothers and sisters. You'll never, you, like, we found, you're the last adult that we were going to be able to find. The other two, they were born in like 2009 and 2013 while their mothers were in prison and went straight into adoptions and rewards of the state. Um, so you, you know, you would have better luck finding them than I would. Um, and then, uh, you know, she invited me to this funeral for her mother that just passed. That was my grandmother. And, you know, I was really conflicted about it. You know, I'm like, I have this thing where I feel like if you go to a funeral and you don't know the person, it's like disrespectful or some shit. But, um, you know, I, I just, I, just, I told her I wasn't sure. You know, I, I thought about it a little bit. And then, you know, we got off the phone. Um, next thing I know, I'm getting a friend request from someone, and it turns out that is my sister, the oldest one. She had just found the family a year earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, started getting to know them. And um, so we, you know, I ended up shooting her a message, talking a little bit. Um, and, you know, she had uh, gone into adoption pretty much immediately after she was born. Fuck. Oh, so she didn't <laughs> even know, like, her mom either. No, like, she didn't know know any of them. And uh, I think eventually she found her mom, but I, I don't know for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, she found, you know, my dad's family and then, you know, started meeting all them. You know, she's got two kids. Uh, you know, they, so, like, to her, it was like they gained a grandmother and all that along with the whole family. So, you know. Um, but we talked about that. She told me about the people, you know, that I was getting ready to start meeting and understood that it was a lot to take in. 
um, and told me that she ends up that she does talk to uh, uh, my younger brother that is in prison and you know gave me the contact information for him and I just kind of wrote it off at the moment because I wasn't sure uh, how that would go and so I you know kind of slept on it for a little bit and next day I woke up had a message from him and so me and him talked he's a D&D nerd yeah yeah like likes anime games you know plays 5e he's either really cool or really cringe <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know he, he is in prison yeah so. oh well that's cringe well I mean I don't know well if I was in prison I'd be playing some Dungeons and Dragons though I mean, you it's a very common time. game in prison. You got to pass the time some way because it's yeah. so easy to fucking play it without any books or anything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you just know the rules, you can do it anywhere. Just fucking write the rules down real quick. Yeah, yeah. I, I am kind of curious about how you play D and D in prison because, like, do they get access to dice? Uh, you know, I work with a lot of people that have been in prison and played D and D, and. You know, they've got a lot of ways around having dice. Um, sometimes they can make dice out of paper. Uh, other times, you know, they've got like this, they'll take slips of paper and kind of write the numbers on it and tumble it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of different things that they do. Or they can use a regular pair of dice for pretty much everything. I had to simulate a D20 for the first, like, 15 years of my life. Wow. With, like, I don't remember... What I would do. I had ways I would do it. What did, I had dice. what did you need to do that for? Because I would... I think it was mostly I was trying to get into that fucking... That Mutants and Masterminds game. Yeah. But I really decided I just wanted to play it, but I couldn't afford any dice. Dude, so I, not, not to be an asshole, but dice are kind of cheap. Yeah, but <laughs> you also have to get to the place where the dice are. Well, you know, you got And at the time, this was the only place you could buy dice is like Barnes & Noble... Is the only place I was ever in proximity to. Uh, like, there okay. was no Amazon. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of hard to remember a time without Amazon, but <laughs> you're, you're right, you know. Yeah, it didn't when we were teenagers, forever. that wasn't a thing. No. Like, you'd, you'd still be, it'd be like hard you, for you to find dice at fucking Walmart right now. Actually, yeah. I know exactly where to find dice at Walmart. They but, have a set. That's where but, mine came from. That's because 5th <laughs> Edition hit. But before 5th Edition hit, we were in the Dark Ages. Yeah, you know, it was a real underground kind of thing back then. Yeah. You got to go to a card shop. Yeah, by the way, if you're into D&D and don't know where to get dice, you can get them bitches at Walmart. They're in the, the, the board game section. I guarantee you they're there. They also have starter packs to get you started as a DM or a player. Yeah. They do. Along like with your the fancy Dragons ass. of Aspire Peak or Rick and Morty yeah, they, box. They they actually I was looking at it the other day. They have the dungeon master's guide and the 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 um the player's handbook at Walmart. At Walmart in the book section. No fucking shit. Yeah, and then you can get a, a starter adventure. Comes with dice, player sheets, and everything. I always figured they were a little too like Bible thumpery to. I mean that stuff's there too, but it's it's less about like the demon worship like it used to be in like the eighties and stuff. You know, it's people it's understand it's just a, actually, it's just a game. Yeah, and like know? not a lot of people are well, unless your name is Tafif. Not a lot of people are playing like evil demon worshippers. <laughs> yeah. You know, most people want to see themselves be the good guy. Yeah, the the devils and the demons are the bad guys. You kick their ass. Sometimes you make a deal with them. Yeah, 
I don't know. I always felt like playing the good guy is really fucking boring. Well, like um, oh, you gotta. I like playing the ambiguous guy because it's so, like, like you could go one way or the other. Yeah. A lot of the time in D and D, the bad guy is the one that's like you know got a plot to become the the ruler of the world or a plot to destroy this thing over here. And what makes you the good guy is that you're the one who loses something if that guy succeeds. He's trying to dominate you. Yeah, it's yeah. it's all about the hero's journey. You know, just because you may be playing a neutral character or even a slightly evil character, there's somebody more evil than you and you don't like what they're doing. That exactly. default makes you the good guy. Fair right. Enough. And, like, just because you may be a bad guy, but he's a bad guy who's further ahead than you. And you, it would benefit you greatly to have him. He's more, not more better and more gooder than you. Yeah, yeah, more gooder at being better. Yeah, he's he's got a better, he's better equipped to be evil. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But anywho, yeah. How did we get here? Because D and D is everything. Yeah. Oh, D and D in prison. Prison. Yeah, dice in prison. And your that was your brother's in prison. God yeah. damn. It. And yeah. you know what? We wanted to find out his age. I mean, he wanted to know my age, and so I told him, and and he, I asked him his, and he told me, and it turns out he's a year younger than me, and his birthday is four days after mine. Damn. Yeah, just a year following. So uh, he also has a different mother. So, so kinda, you're texting a guy that's in prison. Yeah. Well, if he's got a phone, he's got a no, no. He's got plenty of RGN right there. He doesn't. Uh, he R- doesn't have RNG a, rather. He doesn't have. A, phone right now he's issued a tablet for schooling and that's how he's communicating also got rvng yeah what what is rng random number generator ah oh boom done but yeah he uh he had a phone but the rooms got raided recently and they they, they took it because contraband 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 but um what happened at the funeral i'm getting there I know you're dying to hear it. Yeah. Dude, I have been waiting so long to know what the fuck happened at this to, funeral. I had to give the full backstory here. We got it. <laughs> Tell me what happened, for the love of God. So, the, the, like, the next day, I was still contemplating on whether I was going to go to the funeral, and my aunt reached out and was like, you, are, are, you, are you coming or not, basically? Because you she, hadn't given her an answer. No. And she was like, I really hope you do. I understand if not. So I thought on it a little bit more, and I, I ended up messaging my sister and like, "Hey, blah blah blah." I feel like this would be fucked up. She's like, "I don't think it'll be fucked up." Cool. Is she gonna be there? Uh, she. I didn't ask. I just assumed she would. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because she actually had a relationship with the grandmother. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, you know what? Fine, I'm going. And so I went, and. So that morning I got up, got dressed, headed that way, had to go do a work thing first, and then got to the funeral home. How far away was it? Uh, It was in Opelika. Oh. I mean. That's not so far. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, and so you went by yourself? Yeah. I, I didn't take the wife or kids or anything. You took that pistol though, didn't you? I always had that pistol. Yeah. <laughs> keep, keep that thing on me. Yeah. I keep that thing too, but it's usually in the form of a grilled cheese. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that thing Stand back! <laughs> I have a grilled cheese! <laughs> no, man, I always fucking carry.
just one of those things at this point. It's, yeah, how would you not have a grilled cheese on you at all times? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you never right know when some tomato. You never right know when some tomato soup is going to show up. Okay. It's 2023, man. Tomato soup's everywhere. It is. Yeah. Falling out of the sky. <laughs> um. But so I get to the funeral home and I walk in, and I'm greeted by this lady. That's not my aunt. And she's like, are you? Scottison. Scottison. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's me. And she's like, oh, so thrilled to see me and all all that. And uh, next thing I know, I see this little, this older woman running up behind her. And that is my aunt. And so she gives me a big old hug and all that. Um, And, you know, we all converse for a minute. And she's like, so you ready to go meet your family? And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. And the other lady cuts her off and was like, wait, I got to give him something first. It's kind of sentimental. I need to do it now before you go see everybody. I'm like, uh, shit. You know, this lady's going to pull me to the car. Hmm. I'm going to get knifed. You know, when I first met This is people. to you from the family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take this, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I get there and, you know, she pulls out these little things and I got it with me. But, um, she's like, so these are your father's ashes that I laid in resin. Jesus. Yeah. And I'm giving them to all of his his children. Um, but don't, don't tell anybody I did it because it's kind of illegal. Oh, wow. How is that illegal? You can do with ashes as you want. Apparently it is. I don't know how it's illegal, but apparently it's illegal. And that's a part of a person. Yeah. Yeah. This is a yeah, piece you can of make, my father. You can make your ashes into diamonds and stuff now. Yeah, you can do all kinds of shit. We can make them into a record. Yeah. Yeah. And why is it illegal? I don't know. I don't think that's illegal. It may not be illegal. It may be just frowned upon. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe I mean, she just didn't make them for everybody. You know. <laughs> that that could be it too. I don't know. She did end up putting one in the casket. Um kind of under her hand. Yeah, because that was that was his mom, right? Yeah, 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 it was his mom. Um, so here I am standing in the parking lot. She's got these two pieces of his ashes in her hand, and she's like, "You should take one if you want it." And you know, I'm I'm feeling a little pressured right yeah. now, you know, because like I've just met these people, and now you're you know, giving me my dad. They're ashes. offering me a piece of my father's ashes, and you'd kind of be a dick to say no. Yeah, to to say no is to begin that entire encounter poorly. Yeah, so you know, I accepted. I, I, just, I took one. Um, just kind of put it in my shirt pocket, so I wouldn't lose it because I've got to think about what the hell I'm going to do with this thing. Um, and so I went in and started meeting people, and you know. It's really awkward because you're meeting all these people that you've never met before, and um, it, it's at a funeral. They're all in pain. You don't give like you don't really care that that person's dead because you didn't know that person. That the person is dead, and you know that kind of sucks. Um, it sounds crass, but it, it is what it is. What's the difference of? There's the difference between like. Seeing sorrow and feeling sorrow. Yeah. You know, whatever. Like, I feel bad for them as a family that they're having to go through that. But, um... It doesn't really affect you, though. Yeah. 
So it, tur- it immediately turns you into like the biggest rock in the room. Yeah, yeah, and definitely kind of a jewel of the family at the time. And so I'm walking around, I'm talking to people, meeting people. I meet my grandfather. Uh, he he tells me some stories. Tells me, you know, you know, I meet all the family. They're all like, "Oh my God, you look just like your." spitting image kind of thing um and i meet uh two of my sisters right then one that i've talked to on facebook and the other one she's like 15 doesn't really have a facebook was that too far away you were getting a little far away sorry so yeah, i can't I was trying to do this fucking covertly but you wouldn't let me do it so. yeah we keep ha- so just for the record we both we keep having to remind john to or excuse me, I'll edit that. I have to remind uh, Scottathan. Scottathan, I'm not going to be able to do that. <laughs> Just say Scott. Scott. Scott, I'm not even going to be able to do that. <laughs> I know your real name. Then just, just we'll just go back to John, and we'll just go with John. It's the most common name in the fucking world. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I was like, so we're going to change from the name that they use for corpses <laughs> for anybody whom we don't know the name of yeah. to. John Doe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. God damn it. Lost so, the spot. Sorry, completely derailed. Y- yeah. yeah, you were. Um, but we keep having to remind him to get gran- closer to his mic. Sorry. You were talking to your grandfather, and he was telling you stories. Oh yeah, he told me a couple of things. I went and talked to his mother, family, <clears throat> and you know they're telling me about my my father. How he, you know, he was just like this wild man like all the way and like a carpenter and you know always did all kinds of intricate shit he was really good at fixing stuff but he just never laid any roots anywhere um like and then they were telling me about the grandmother and all that and uh so I'm talking to all these people you know getting to know them you know tell them about myself and then after a little bit you know my aunt runs up to me and she's like hey um so we're having a little bit of a problem she didn't have a lot of a lot of grandsons and so we're we're running a little short on pallbearers i, say, I know exactly where this is going i've been to so many funerals <laughs> the very first thing they ask you pallbearer <laughs> yeah and i was like what, uh, is, what is it about that but it seems like in the south they always need an extra pallbearer because oh, pallbearers are expensive. Yeah. And usually it's just whoever shows up. Like, so we got, we got six, seven, eight, nine. We got nine men. Who's the weakest? All right, the rest of you, you're pallbearers. <laughs> <laughs> I need a strong back and a weak mind. <laughs> <laughs> Jethro, come here. <laughs> and, you know, I've never been a pallbearer before. Oh. And so I really? was like, no, no. I've been a pallbearer like six times. Yeah, yeah, me too. I've never been asked. It's it's one of those I've, things. I've been a pallbearer for an uncle I never met. Yeah. I mean, I've been to a lot of funerals, but those people usually had enough family to cover the pallbearers. Well, you know, I was fair. a pallbearer for yeah. my aunt, and we had to bury her with shovels. Wow. Yep. I think that might have been illegal. Well, we didn't have, we What's couldn't afford... That? That sounds kind of illegal. Well, I mean... I mean, was it at least in a cemetery? Yeah. Okay. Then it, it was probably a, wasn't she, illegal. She had a plot. We just didn't have any records there to 
She didn't have any burial insurance. So we had to do that shit, sort of. Well, so, like, okay, I ha- I'm sorry to derail this again, but when you had to bury your aunt with literal shovels, did you go out there beforehand to dig the hole, at least? Or did you have to dig it right there in front of everybody? Somebody dug it. Like, it was already dug, but they weren't going to fill it in. We could only have four and a half of it or something. So th- It was machine dug, but the machine couldn't fill it in. Somebody had to do some negotiation for so that. There was yeah. some... <laughs> so, well, what if you just... Because you got to come down there to unload all the stuff anyway. Yeah. Okay. Can't you just dig a hole? Can you just dig it, and then we'll fill it in? Yeah. Because they had to be out of there by it? a certain time or something. Like, like it was... Like, somebody was down crazy. to Sunbelt. It was a... I believe it was a amateur, or like not an amateur, but like a sort of a home business situation that did the whole. Yeah, I feel like somebody went down the Sun Belt, rented a backhoe for the weekend, and then they realized, oh shit, I have to get this back before we can fill this hole in. Yeah. So it so it's me and my three brothers and my stepdad and my uncle, and this is my uncle's wife, and he's just like, hey, I told you about Charles. Yeah. Just. <laughs> just merrily filling in the hole. Yeah, this guy is the embodiment of Lenny from Of Mice and Men. No offense, Mr. Charles. Char- Charles. He's, there's no chance he's going to listen to this, ever. But Well, <laughs> you know, for posterity's sake, if he ever does, I don't want to just be that asshole that called him retarded. Yeah, he's not retarded. He, well, actually, he is. I, <laughs> I think... Jesus. Yeah, I think he, he came in one day saying the doctor told him he was mentally toddy. He, he honestly, <laughs> like you've told me about him... And he sounds like a guy I'd like to meet. He seems like an interesting guy. He's a really interesting dude. He's got some crazy stories. Who, who is this fellow in relation to you? It is my mother's brother, my uncle. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but, yeah, he's uh, he's from my granny's first marriage, so he's not related to my pawpaw. But he's a he's an interesting fellow. I have to tell, I'll have to tell you about Charles. Yeah. But, yeah, he's... He's a guy. Yeah, you have to tell us about that. Did, did I tell? Did I talk about him on the other on the last podcast about the rabbits? Yes, and all? I think we did. I think you did because yeah. yeah, we were talking about it and in terms of like where your food comes from and all that stuff. So yeah, I'll, I'll it, tell you about it because I've already done it on the podcast. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Or you know, you can also listen to the "I'm Not Going to Work Tomorrow" podcast. Look, oh, there you go. I've started to listen to it. It just takes me time to get through shit. Well, hey, you know, every listen counts, and I appreciate that. Well, the one with Charles in it goes live tomorrow. So, yeah, cool. I should. I'll I'll finish the other one first. We just dated this episode. <laughs> Whoops. Right. Oh, is that not something you're supposed to do? I don't know. A lot of a lot of channels don't like to because they usually record like months in advance. Oh. So like they don't want to be like Merry Christmas everybody and they posted it February. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, that would probably throw the continuity off a bit. Yeah, yeah, just just a wee bit. But uh anyway, so you know we comes time for the service, they send everybody to the chapel. They bring they want to get all the blood family in for a prayer. And I was about to head straight to the chapel cuz you know I didn't think about the fact that this is literally my grandmother. Right. And uh, so I was about to walk away, and I looked back at them, and they're like, come here, like waving me into them. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I go over there, take my beanie off, because, you know, it's disrespectful to have a hat on during prayer. During prayer. And, uh, you know, they pray for the family and all that. 
and you know then they send us off to the uh the chapel and apparently the pallbearers have their own rows and so i had to sit there and uh then the the funeral started and so you know they had the the minister knew the grandmother for a long time and she was uh she's like this hispanic lady from new york so she's got a really it's like a, a brooklyn accent also it's sort of sort of she sort says of, coffee coffee you know? she got coffee she walks yeah. a dog yeah kind yeah. of thing gotcha. but with a hispanic twang to it so there was a little bit of Spanish in there. I don't even know how to do that. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it, I could not mimic this. It was amazing, and but you know they went through the funeral like how most Southern funerals go. I bet you. So I wonder what like Hispanic or like Spanish native Spanish speakers who live in New York. I wonder if there's a Spanish New York accent. I know there's a Spanish Mexican accent and a Spanish Colombian accent. So what if so like, okay so. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho. No I, I way. Honestly, mate. think you're just kind of digging yourself a hole here. <laughs> I, I don't think. We I don't feel as, like that's offensive. That's we're talking about accents. I don't think we as three white guys could do the accent properly though. No, no we couldn't. But it's not the fact that. We're white. It's the fact there, that it's a funny accent. I mean, if we're, I mean, we're, that's fair. There's also a gay Spanish accent, so that's a thing. That makes um, sense. I mean, there's an accent for everything if you think yeah. about it. But yeah, I mean, it's just another language with different regions, and you know, they've got different dialects, and they say it differently, so it leads to a different accent. I think we can get away with doing accents once in a while because we have to sound like this all day, every day. Yeah, you yeah. know, this is just my <laughs> normal speaking voice, and that's already funny to most folks. So yeah. yeah. I don't, know, I don't think I'm as country as you folks. It comes out every now and then. You just don't always realize it. This yeah. is true. Last Thursday when you come in here, you was you were sporting some pretty heavy draws. Yeah. I noticed it. I was like, look at there. He's got some country in him. Yeah, I yeah. almost called you Bubba. Well, oh, this past Thursday? Yeah. You You were doing something about the trash can, and you said, yeah, I don't know, you said something. Real country. Uh, got, but, gosh darn it. Yeah, you said something with some twang in it, and you wasn't making fun of anybody. And uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it happens from time to time. From time yeah. to time. But uh, anyway, so, you know, I've always had a problem with how funerals go because, like, you know, they'll do a prayer, play a song. Right. Talk a little bit, play, play a song. song. Well, you know, because this is the South, and everything kind of revolves around church. Yeah. and that's You're going to hear, I'll fly away. Can't walk without Jesus holding my hand. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to hear a lot of... And then, you know, they talk a little bit more, and then play a song. And then finally, they close it in a prayer. And, you know, like during the time they're playing the song, what the hell are you supposed to do? Just, like, stand there. Basically. Remember the person. (laughs) <laughs> I, yeah, I, I so. think a lot of times it's mostly just filler because they don't have enough to talk about but they just, want there to be a ceremony because just make died. it shorter you yeah. know i mean i yeah. get it people need to remember i would like to go on record that for my funeral it needs to only be about five minutes because people got shit to do yeah same if if y'all want to make a prolonged ceremony it needs to be music that i like yeah, just play Injustice for All and get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I prefer Ride the Lightning, but yeah. 
Yeah, I'm. It's gonna be a little heavier on mine. Either that <laughs> or uh, killing in the name of would be. God. Yeah, that that'd be a cool. Yeah. Fucking. I like T.J. Hollis's fucking idea. He wanted he wanted to hear down in a hole at his funeral. <laughs> you know that's, that's, that might be a little too on the nose for most folks yeah yeah but, but i mean it's a it's a it is a good song though. it's a song that might fit in a funeral just i mean the, it definitely fits it's you're a in a hole bit. yeah it's a little well bit. i mean at a funeral you're not in a hole yet you're on the way to a hole well what is allison chain supposed to sing almost in a hole yeah so what's the difference between down is down in a hole and man in a box about the same fucking thing you should play the man same in a box band? at the funeral and then down in a hole on the way out yeah well yeah. as you're leaving as you're leaving i'm a, I'm a fucking pa blaring boy <laughs> on the way out. that's what you're gonna listen to while you shovel the fucking Dirt on me because there's not going to be anything left in the budget. Yep, that's right. <laughs> and, and it's not even going to be a good PA. It's going to be like a 1989 boombox. Yeah, it's going to be the radio edit, so all the cuss like, words are blurred out. Yep, it's going to be like a Goodwill karaoke machine. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Missing a speaker, ain't got but one uh, one microphone. Yeah. yeah, my brother Kevin's got a pretty sick subwoofer. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, so we get at, we get done, you know, and it's time for the pallbearers to walk out. And so I get up and I walk out there. We go wait, wait by the door and they wheel the coffin over there. And, uh, you know, I've got an uncle in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, this is one of my favorite parts of the story. Well, you know, I really kind of feel bad about saying this, but like, he wanted to be a pallbearer, and he totally had every right to be. You know, it was his grandmother. Um, or I thought it was his mother. No, 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 no. It was his grandmother. Okay. He was my aunt's son. Okay. So you, so you put her, him in the middle. Yeah, so both of her sons were the lead pallbearers. Um, but he's in a wheelchair. His wife has to push him. <laughs> They couldn't Which, even get the man in an electric wheelchair. Look, hey, man, it's, those things are expensive. I mean, yeah, they are. They're very expensive. Um, But he, uh, you know, there's a threshold on the door. And it's a double door, but, you know, a coffin's kind of big. And so, like, I'm holding the casket and trying to go through the door. So you had it way down low? Yeah, a little bit. Well, not she wasn't that. I mean, it was standard cart height. Yeah, but like he's, but he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. So is he like fucking? The man has some hella upper body strength. Did yeah. he? Was it like pinned between the armrest and his hand, or? He kind of like. Okay, gotcha. You know. Like um, shoulder loaded. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I've I've seen some dudes in wheelchairs do pull ups like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Like. Hundreds of them just knock them out. One, two, three, just going and going and going. Their fucking arms have to take them everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you know, you gotta, your body offsets like that. It does. And I mean, this guy's probably got traps for days. And I'm not like trying to talk shit about the guy. Like, you know, he's a cool dude. Um, But, you know, we probably should have wheeled him outside first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, like, got the, uh, the little thingy. Yeah, then wheeled the casket to him. Did he? Did, but, so was there a ramp? 
I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Handicap accessible. Well, that's there good. was just the threshold on the door was the only issue. But um, you know, those can be nav- hard to navigate for you know able-bodied people. Even they can be. I mean, you ever walked in a door hammered? Yeah. You Sometimes know. that door fights you. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're hammered, let's be honest, you're not able-bodied anymore. Fuck uh, you, yes, you're, I am. you're able-bodied, just <laughs> not able-minded. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's I've I have been both before. I've been <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not able of body or mind. Uh, oh man, I need you to tell the story about when you ran over your own leg with your car, but not right now. Oh, it'll happen. Oh Jesus boy, that's Christ. A, I have had some blackouts, boy. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty funny that's story. A not magical lie. story. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll rip that one up. But uh, so we get out the door and we get to the car. The hearse, I should say. We get the casket in there. It goes in pretty easy. That goes, you know, unscathed. Standard. Um, and believe it or not, this is probably one of the most organized funerals I've ever been to. Yeah. Continue. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to poop here soon. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you feel any better. My eyeballs are floating. But um, Oh, boy. <laughs> well, let's get through the story and we'll take a break yeah. for a second. And... Have you got like another half hour of this? Where, where, where are we at? <laughs> uh, we're probably three quarters of the way. Well, Jesus Christ, man. Might, that is another half hour. We, okay, maybe five eighths. How about this? Let's get Grandma in the hearse and then we'll we'll take a break for a second. Oh, Grandma's in the hearse. Okay, Grandma's in the hearse. Okay, Grandma's in the hearse. Yeah. Pause the Pause. episode. <laughs> All right, so. You know, Granny's in the hearse now. Mm-hmm. Um, my aunt, you know, I look at her and I'm like, hey, uh, I guess I need to go get the car and pull up here and get in line. She's like, oh, no, no, no. You're supposed to be right here. You, you need to, like, all of his kids are right here. You need to get in line with them. So I'm like, oh, shit, okay, didn't know that. Hop in the car. You know, pull up where I'm supposed to be and just kind of twiddle my thumbs until everybody's ready to go. Um, And we pull off and parade funeral, you know, to the next town over where the the service is. Pull in the, we pull into the cemetery, get everybody parked, we get out, and then we have like a little coordination meeting for how we're going to pull her out of the hearse and take her to the crypt. The crypt. So yeah. she's not getting put in the ground. She's getting put in a crypt. No, no. It's like one of those little monument things that uh, sits up. That's like the individual squares. Yeah. Um, uh, what is it? A mausoleum. Yeah, the mausoleum. The old cement box with a door. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, when they said Paul Bear, I thought, you know, we would just be taking her out of the hearse and go putting her on a stand so they could lower her in the dirt. No, no, not this time. Oh, no. We got to we gotta coordinate this because, you know, we're loading her up like a like a mortar shell, you know, going, going in a hole. Mm. <laughs> um, and uh, so, you know, we talk about it. We determine that we need some people up right next to the hole because there's like a little step. And, you know, we're going to have to pass it off, pass her off. And uh, <laughs> so we leave there, and, you know, I'm thinking, like, she went in feet first, 
I mean, head first into the, the hearse. And so I'm like, I'm going to be at the very back just holding some weight. No, no, no. She went in feet first. And that messed up my entire process of where I was supposed to be in this. <laughs> um, you know, I was like, man, uh, all right. So we, we And by the time I realized that I had fucked up, it's too late. You know, we're we're snatching her out. Yeah. So you were on you were in the wrong place on the casket. Yeah. So that meant somebody else was also in the wrong place. On yeah. The and I hope I didn't step any on any toes there. So wait, were you at the the head side or the foot side? I was at the head side. And she was going in head first. Just goes in the crypt head first. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't know that. Yeah. So. Well, cause like, yeah, cause the the wording is going to be at the her head goes at the head of it. No, 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 she goes that, in the mausoleum head first. Like right. That's why they call a headstone a headstone, because the head goes by the stone. Right. But in a mausoleum, it's by the feet. But it still is at the back of the... No. No, it's... It's like, okay, you, you're, like your mailbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Your, your address is not on the back of the mailbox, it's on the door of the mailbox. Right. Yeah. But it's still at the back of the plot. It, it's still the body is no. still in the. I, I get that it has moved laterally, but it's still facing the same direction. Yes, so it gets facing out. Yeah, and her feet. So like when you stand in front of a grave, the feet are towards you, and you're looking at the words. It's still yes. the orientation. Yes, yes. same thing. Just just words are at feet. Right, words in front. That's not the the words in front was not my point. The orientation was my point. Yes. I think we're saying the same thing here, just we're both a little retarded. Yeah. I think so, too. Like, I think we're all on the same stupid page. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we're, we're pulling it out, and we got to swing around because, you know, it we're we're kind of at a 90-degree angle to the, uh, to the crypt. So we pull it straight out, swing left, and then you know step up on the grass and get up there and so i just kind of like follow through with it and just keep passing like keep carrying her until like i guess i was supposed to pass her off but i I didn't i just kind of stepped up and helped put her in the hole and just kind of like push because it was you know it was a lot of weight and uh, the worst thing that could have happened is we drop her and i was like i am not gonna be responsible for that yeah yeah know, that's definitely gonna cause a rift in the family you just yeah <laughs> like just just imagine the, yeah. the chaos that would ensue you know i don't the only way it could be worse if you tried to blame it on the cripple guy <laughs> Look, well he wasn't pushing this thing in a fucking wheelchair he, no 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 he, he had he no he didn't do that here um and you know. So it would have been even worse because he wasn't touching it. <laughs> yeah. So you managed to fuck it up all by yourself. Yeah. Should have let the cripple guy take it in there. <laughs> it probably, probably would have went better because he knew what was up. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you didn't drop the body. No, we didn't. The, we got the, her. The cast. We got her loaded in the barrel. I think that's one of those moments when your brain turns up the access you have to your strength. You know, yeah. You know, like you're way stronger than. Your butt that your then your brain gives you access to. Yeah, like you so, don't need all of your strength to open a fucking can of dip or crack a pickle jar. 
but like but you in know, that instance sometimes you need a pickle it. jar can be sometimes you have to summon that shit fucking <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you, <laughs> you gotta turn it over pop the bottom a little bit I, I heard somebody talking about that like we as normal like if you have an office job if you don't do any, like real heavy hard work you have access to maybe like 35% of your strength yeah and then like major athletes and shit who do strenuous activity all the time they have access to like 65 to 70 percent of their strength yeah and the upper strength you don't have access to because you could hurt yourself terribly if you used it you know i don't know if this is true or not but i heard this somewhere and it said that if you actually used a hundred percent of your muscular ability you would turn your bones to dust oh i mean let's just ask guy sensei but I mean, I think that's just explanation to, like, you know, when women lift cars off their children, yeah, and shit know, like that. You got an, a major adrenaline rush there, and, yeah. you, and you couldn't do that if you couldn't already. If it wasn't possible for you to do it, you wouldn't be able to do it. So she, it was always possible for her to lift that fucking car. Yeah, but your brain's also not going to let you hurt yourself exactly. in certain ways, unless you just get a massive fucking adrenaline dump. It has yeah. to be worth it. Yeah. For your brain to give you that access. It's a life or death thing. Yeah. Right. But, no, I mean, you know, as far as a strength thing, to me, this casket wasn't shit. You know, I probably could have threw the whole thing on my shoulder. Oh, look at um, there, Mr. Big yeah, big Dude. Hey, man, I just, you know, be Fucking dead broad in the box, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be moving war. I'll be moving that war. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I... I did have like the virgin grip on it because you know I did not want to drop that some bitch, right? Um, or you know I didn't want to drop Granny. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't drop Granny. <laughs> no, you cannot drop Granny. <laughs> um, so you know we set her up there, slid her in. I just kind of followed through. I ended up pushing somebody out of the way. Uh, I, I, I kind of felt bad about that, but you know I was that my top priority was getting her in the hole. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and we did successfully went through uh, like flawlessly in my opinion oh well, that's uh, good other than the awkwardness um, well nobody can else nobody else can tell that you know except for you usually yeah yeah you know it was one of them things by the way I met another sister when we got to the grave plot mm-hmm. um, big titty got... golf girl no damn it <laughs> <laughs> no None of them. Gotcha. Um, I'll show you a picture later. All right. Um, but, uh, you know, so we get her in the hole and we step back and Hispanic preacher lady from Brooklyn steps up there. Maybe Bronx. I'm not sure. One of them places. I'm not an expert on fucking New York accents, but it was definitely New York. Um, and she starts, you know, um, asking people if they have any stories to tell uh and so somebody gets up tells a story i I don't really remember it um but then you know and not enough people had said something so she was like i've got a story to tell oh boy she's like so granny she uh she her and her last husband, because she was on her third husband, um, that had died beforehand. 
but that was like the love of her life husband uh not my grandpappy mm. he was he was an ex um but uh you know she was telling me and she was like you know they they had this weird thing to where like she only had to be his wife when it rained she only had she, to be his wife when it rained yeah she she only had to be his wife when it rained what does being his wife entail per se they only fucked when it rained they only fucked when it rained yeah he was not <laughs> getting no, none of that sweet granny booty unless it was raining and I can't believe I just said Sweet Granny Booty. <laughs> That's the new name of this podcast. <laughs> the Sweet Granny Booty podcast. But in all seriousness, uh, you know the feller had a sprinkle system ring, rigged up in front of the window. Oh, no. You haven't let him get to the better <laughs> he part did yet. not. <laughs> what he did was there was this time he was like, I really want to get some booty, and it's not raining. Um, so he ended up paying my dad an undisclosed amount of money to go take the fucking water hose and <laughs> spray it on top of the trailer so that she would think it was raining. <laughs> so how, how did you find that bit of information out exactly? She told it at the gravesite. She told it at the gravesite. The preacher told the that? The preacher told I that. I thought at some the cousin grave. like came up no, and like bumped no, you no, on no. the shoulders like, hey, do you know Wait, this? The preacher? The the, the the preacher. She knew. How did she know that story? They told her, apparently. And she told the story in you front know, of everybody. You know that is a relationship I have never seen with a preacher before. Hey, yeah. you were comfortable enough to tell them that hey, a non-family I member. Got it in because <laughs> <Yes>. disclosed, <laughs> spilled the tea on when this lady was fucked. Well, yeah, the way like their relationship was like in the last eighty years. If it rained outside. She'd be fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just imagine what it was like in hurricane season. <laughs> <laughs> April hell. Well, she didn't walk for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but, she needed a wheelchair. Be <laughs> yeah. careful, you're gonna break a hip there, Granny. <laughs> so, you know, the, the the relationship she had with this preacher was like they they had moved down here. And, you know, it was a Hispanic couple. You know, they stepped into this Southern Baptist church and, like, they got that, that like, record screech look from everybody. Yeah. And my grandmother came up and gave him a hug and made him feel welcome. And, like, their daughter was, like, her granddaughter kind of thing. Yeah. Do y'all, <laughs> you know, to bring it back to uh, <laughs> King of the Hill from a couple episodes ago, do y'all remember the episode where the church that, Hank and Peggy and them go to get a new preacher and it's a lady preacher from uh, Minnesota. And the Ludafisk? Yeah, Bobby eats all the Ludafisk <laughs> and then blames it on just his the congregation didn't want to be there. Yeah. And then the whole fuck, he burns the church down because he shat too much. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. so okay, okay. I, I don't think I've seen this he, 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 <laughs> this. So the new preacher hold, brought in this on, Ludafisk. Before you get too far into this, what the fuck is a Ludafisk? Ludafisk is, it's a Nordic dish and they preserve it with lye do you know what lye is yeah i'm well aware of what lye so they is. preserve it in lye for like it'll go it'll last for years apparently they figured this out oh, a thousand years ago or whatever and then they brought it over here and there's apparently a lot of like nordic people that moved to minnesota so it's real popular up there 
And what you do, you preserve it in this lye solution, and then you take it out, and you got to wash it like a dozen or more times to get all the lye out because it's it'll fucking kill you. Mm-hmm. And then they they cook it somehow. I don't know exactly how. I think they boil it or something. And then you can eat it, and it smells god awful. Well, it's ancient fish, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, supposedly it actually tastes pretty good like if you like fish then it's you know bobby hill really enjoyed it bobby hill loved that he enjoyed it so much that he ate the preacher's entire plate and then she was and then to hide the evidence he threw the empty plate in the garbage where the preacher then found it and said who threw out my lutefisk and Bobby then had to poop because the lutefisk was bad for his tummy. Yeah, it, it was like the next Sunday, and the preacher is up there preaching about how you should be honest about things. And so Bobby has to shit, and so he goes to the bathroom, and he takes this massive dump because lutefisk, and he has a, bu- a book of matches. He strikes a couple and tries to put it out so that it, like, smokes up, you know, and makes the shit smell go away. Which, by the way, does not fucking work. No. You can't. You can't burn I, away. I've dropped some massive dumps and some. No, you just places. gotta bask in that glory. Yeah, you just gotta own it. Yeah. You know, wait for the next guy to walk in there and listen to them go. Oh God! Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, he, he. You know how potent your brew is. Yeah. He inadvertently sets the whole church on fire, and then the fire marshal comes in and does an investigation, and he finds a book of matches. From a strip, for, from a strip club that Cotton frequents, uh, Hank Hill's dad, <laughs> and so he gets blamed for it, and he's about to get arrested. And Bobby finally is like, "Okay, look, it was me. I did it. I'm so so. I'm the shitter that caused the fire. I ate all the lutefisk." But no, no, they uh, Cotton he took the blame for it. He was going to, but Bobby no. feeling guilty, he never let Bobby give it up. Bobby gave it up to him. No, you're right. Bobby was going to take the blame, but then he was just like... He, he went to his... Because they arrested Cotton for it. Because he was all like, you know, hate speech in her and shit. Yeah. And he was in jail. And Bobby was like... Uh, what, do they, what does he call him? Pop Pop? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was me, Pop Pop. <laughs> Fucking... I'm the shitter. <laughs> I'm the man with the terrible smell. <laughs> it was it me. Was. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm going to tell them they'll get you out of here. He's like, no, you're not. You're not going to do that. Because, wait, look at me. I'm 80. I got no shins. So I can handle this. So you're, it's going to ruin your life. <laughs> you burn down the church taking a shit. Yep. So I mean, he could just start a Norwegian black metal band and it would work out. Right. I mean, it'd be kind of full circle with the Ludafisk thing. <laughs> you remember when, when Bobby joined that fucking that skater church? Oh, yeah. It, praise him! Every time they landed a fucking ollie or a kickflip? Yeah. <laughs> praise him! Yeah. And they ran around wearing t-shirts that said, Satan sucks. Yeah. yeah. His dad was like, you won't not be wearing T-shirts with with, with that word on it. So which one? <laughs> Satan or sucks? Because if, if you mean Satan, I'm saying he sucks. If you're saying sucks, well, I'm talking about Satan. Doesn't he suck? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like you ever seen those uh, Virginity Rocks shirts that people oh wear God. sometimes? Yeah, that's some kind of like skater brand or something. I think I never completely understood what that was about. It's because a lot of churches like made skate parks. 
to get younger guys in there. Yeah. I think that's what that episode of King of the Hill was about. No virgin is wearing that shirt. No. Unless they're like Skippy. Y'all seen Skippy? No. Oh, I gotta show you Skippy. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) he's a real guy. He's like, he's older than us. Oh, boy. And he's never, uh, he's never did the deed. Like, some reality show found him. He lives with his mom. And she's really, really helpful, but really, really cringe. <laughs> like, she really loves him, but she's... She's like your mom, Kevin. But, like, with no ability to see herself. Uh-huh. And just maxed out. <laughs> just... Oh, boy. Yeah. Wow. And fucking this kid, Skippy, I call him a kid, but he was like in his mid-twenties at the time. He had a fucking jar of belly button lint. Ew. That he showed them. What the fuck? I'm Skippy. I'm a virgin. I live with my mom, and this is my belly button lint collection. Like, to have a jar, a mason jar? Uh Uh-huh. To have a mason jar full of belly button lint, you know how long that motherfucker had to be collecting that? This is entire fucking life. I oh, absolutely yeah. easily. Yeah. And it, it like at first I didn't believe it. It's like, oh, this is an actor. No, he makes cringy YouTube videos all by himself. Wow. And he invites girls on dates and he tries to pressure them into kissing him and stuff. That guy's probably got like ten million views. He's a ten year old in a thirty five year old's body. Yeah. I feel like he's had he's been me too the shit out of. I believe they're Mormon too. Oh, but yeah. does not help. They can't me too him because he's a virgin. He hasn't had sex with anyone in any oh, regard. Just, oh, wow. Yeah. Shit. There's nothing he's done to anyone. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you can probably get me too'd for a lot of things, even if you are a virgin. Because yeah, you can just be like creepy and be like, that guy did that to me. Oh, yeah, me too. To get me too'd, you kind of have to have like a positive base following to start with. Anybody watching him is just watching him because they're laughing at him. I mean, I guess that's fair. fair. Hmm. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) So your grandmother couldn't get it on unless it was raining. Yeah. Unless like, so in, in, in my old man who I've never met is the one that you can convince to go spray fucking water on top of the trailer. Yeah. To make her think it's raining. To, for presumably, you know, some amount of money. Like, I imagine it probably wasn't a lot, but, like... I'm thinking, like, 20 bucks. Yeah, you yeah, know? that seems fair. I don't know how this fella got roped into this shitty deal. I think if I married a woman, I think we're looking at a rain or shine contract. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the... So, do I only have to, like, take out the trash when it's sunny? <laughs> yeah, like... Maybe. Or when... Do I get to pick a... Like a weather condition, because I'll pick hail. Yeah, <laughs> I have to wonder, like, why this stipulation came about. I have no idea. Like, I'm, I'm gonna get it out of them one day, but I, I gotta know. Maybe yeah. they had a tin roof, and like it would cover up the, it would drown out the noise. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe, like, maybe she doesn't like macaroni noise. Is what you're saying? Or maybe they had too many kids and very thin walls. Yeah. No, they were both old at this point. Like, oh, this was not this was not young them. This was, but but like I this mean, was later life. If this, if she did this, no, I have a theory. I have a theory. I have a theory. Okay, let's hear so the theory. So when it rains, it gets cloudy outside. Uh-huh. What happens to old people? Their joints lock up. They get sore. Oh. What happens when they take so, part in strenuous activity? Loose they get up. sore. She knew she was going to be sore anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so, so she just conceded on better, the rainy days. Better it lubes up the joints. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> you know. So, uh, somehow that was the cringiest thing you've said so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a it's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Um this whole thing has been a, a lot to unpack. Yeah. I, I could only imagine what what was going through your mind through this whole endeavor. How loud can I laugh at a funeral and it be okay? <laughs> um, With something like that being told, I feel like it's pretty loud. Yeah, like I imagine there's like a scale depending on the story. Yeah, I mean the threshold of like inappropriateness has been vastly. Like it, vastly they, they have shot right through that motherfucker. Like it is, it is not. Yeah. If there was any shred of decorum, it was gone at that point. Yeah. So what happened after that story? <laughs> well, you know, everyone kind of laughed, and they're like, I've heard that story a million times. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know when Grant gets plowed. We've known for years. <laughs> and I'm like, and you knew my old man had a lot to do with it. Like, Yeah. Whew. You know, imagine like, you're planning to take your kids, which would be her grandkids over there, and you you see that it's gonna start raining soon, so you're just like, ah, oh, nope, we can't go to grandma's house anymore. Yeah. And the kids are like, well, why? <laughs> why, daddy? Why? We're gonna go see Granny Saturday. Oh well, maybe not. It's a little cloudy. Yeah. <laughs> Might start raining soon. You know, Granny don't get around a lot in, the, in bad weather. If you don't know much about your father, at least you know he was a damn good rain simulator. Yeah. yeah, you know, and yeah, a yeah. hell of a wingman. Yeah, like a hell of a wingman. You know, like, literally responsible for penetration. I get it, man. You, you <laughs> pay me twenty bucks, you can fuck my mom. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Let All that right, I take it back. That's, um, that's now the cringiest thing you've said so far. The face right. I'm making isn't making any noise, <laughs> but it's a face it's, I'm making. It's very akin yeah, to yeah, you so, ever watched Twilight and how uh, that one chick, Kristen. Kristen Bell, is that her name? I can't remember. Kristen. Kristen Stewart? Kristen Stewart. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. That face Kristen Stewart makes in every scene where it's like she's smelling bad cheese is what Eda's face looks like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, that's that's where we are in that story. Like, you know, that is what happened. Um, that that is, This is a 100% true story. Yeah, this is canon. Wow, that's that's incredible. Uh, this is amazing. That's a that's a good one. <laughs> Fucking, I have to say, I've been to several funerals in my family and my life and stuff. Nothing compares to this. <laughs> yeah, this has got to be at least the most entertaining funeral I've ever well at least bearing witness to. We know how like sexual activity is stained in an elderly marriage now. Yeah, when we get old. You know, we have the rain rule. Yeah. And if a tornado's coming, you take out the dentures. <laughs> Hurricanes are anal. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus That's Christ. when you start taking out stock and Astroglide. Because let's be, let's be honest, neither of us are making it out of here. <laughs> like, all right, is there anything you wanted to do? There's a tornado coming through the trailer park. You have to just pick which conditions are going to be yours. <laughs> I, I want to know, like, how they figured this out like is there like something written somewhere like a written contract or yeah so it's like one of those books what happens when it hails oh, they'd be getting nasty buddy oh boy and no when it hails she fucks him <laughs> 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 well 
Yeah, this that might have been something out of one of those like older books about wooing women. Have you yeah. seen the fucking meme going around? Do a fucking rain dance or some shit. It, there's a meme going around with a page for like dating from like a 1920s book. It said you may fan you you may fascinate her. You may fascinate a woman by giving her a block of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, if you gave me a block of cheese... I would be fascinated. I, I would be fascinated. I would also probably have sex with you. <laughs> so, look, the cheese Eve, fairy. Put the cheese away. God. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be good cheese. It can't be no, like, craft Americans. We'll bust some Gouda or some shit. If you brought me some smoked Gouda, yeah, we're probably fucking. Swiggity, swiggity. Swiggity, swiggity. Fucking... Cheese, <laughs> cheese, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, that's wow. the, that's the fucking, that is the one way ticket directly there to Bone Town. <laughs> yep. Oh boy, yeah. So, you know, after you know the 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 raining slamming granny story, <laughs> rain and slamming granny. <laughs> um, is she that could be her wrestling name. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, uh, it, there was there was a few more stories. This one dude got up there and his. Uh, Hispanic accent was too thick. I really don't know what the hell he said. Is he a family uh, member or a? He was the husband of the preacher lady. Oh, yeah. But uh, you know, we all got together, and got a picture with my sisters and shit, uh, which was cool. And then uh, you know, we all went to went to dinner afterwards at well lunch at Western Sizzler. Why is it always like a Western Sizzler or a Ryan's or an old time country buffet, you know, after a funeral in the South? Well, see, y'all are from a different part of the South than me because after the funerals or at the church I go to, there's like a family a potluck. It's a sort of like everybody brings a dish, but a lot of the time, yeah. just the women in the church will prepare. It's still like all the women do the cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're like we have we have all of our funerals at Friendship Baptist Church, and boy, they some food. Yeah, like there, the comfort there, food. There's always food after a funeral. Yeah, what I'm getting to. I, like after my granny died, we didn't have to cook anything for a month. There was so much food. Yeah, yeah, and like I've heard that, and I've seen that at funerals and here in the South many times. And uh, the reasoning behind it has always been so, like, the family doesn't have to worry about, you know, basic necessities while they're grieving or something. Yeah. yeah. But, I like, kind of want to make a lot of friends now so that, that just as many friends as possible so that whenever I pass away, there will be abundance of food. <laughs> I want I want to, to make a good enough impression on somebody that my ancestors get like fucking bacon ranch and cheddar potatoes fucking eats past time to bake a cheesecake yeah you know take it over you know it's better than actually comforting them (laughs) (laughs) you know it was one of the best after funeral meals i've ever had what so there's um an ethiopian woman at the church that my wife works at and she is an amazing woman she does all kinds of stuff she's got like three jobs she put three different three or four different kids uh, through private school all this that and the other really really an amazing woman um and her son unfortunately passed away and they be cooking like it was very it was sad that he died and uh, I, I didn't really know him 
but I, I was there for for the lady. You know, I knew her, and it was you know it's it's not it's not cool when you lose a kid. Right. You know, your your children are supposed to outlive you, and she she was a trooper through the whole thing. I really commend her for it. Um, but after after the funeral and everything was over, they cooked a traditional Ethiopian meal for everybody. And man, that shit was good. Yeah, so good. Like I, I love me some Ethiopian food now. I had never had it before, and now that I've had it, I would eat that shit every day. Every fucking every day. day. Like, what's it compared to? Like, if you um, if you could compare it to anything, it's very similar to Indian food, um, and the spices that they use and some of the preparations. Um, so you you don't eat with utensils. You use this like pancake thing um that is very similar like think of a pancake but only cooked on one side and it's purple um and you Why use is it purple it's it's this kind of like potato root thing that they use they grind it up to make the flour kind of like a kind of like a purple sweet potato kind of somebody told me what it was called and now i unfortunately cannot remember it but you use that and you scoop up, you know, your meats and your vegetables and stuff, and then you put it in your mouth and you eat it. Um, and then, so there was that. There but it turns your poop, your poop purple. No, but good God, the poops. <laughs> like, it was unholy, the things that came out of my body. But so oh. so worth it. So, Wouldn't so that, worth it. Didn't Larry, the cable guy, have a joke about it? Yeah, shit through a screen door and not touch a wire. No, he's like that's sadder than a. He said, "I that made me feel sadder than a legless Ethiopian watching a donut roll down a hill." <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe that was the joke. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but uh, I know Ethiopian food is really good, and if you ever get the chance to try some, I highly suggest you enjoy the shit out of it. So, is there context to that joke? Are Ethiopians like real hungry or something? <laughs> um. Well, they they were very impoverished. They're pretty pretty poor over there. Okay. Um. So yeah, that that's also where like Starvin' Marvin came from from South Park. That's what I had assumed. I, I, I'm not a big like. Oop! Shit! I'm not a big like Ethiopia buff. But when you're talking about like well, all the crazy good food they had, I was like, dang. Yeah. Maybe my maybe well, my understanding is misconstrued a bit. Yeah. Well, I mean they're modernizing now, and I I only learned all this because of the the people that attended the funeral were all from Ethiopia and stuff. Really nice people, very, very joyous and, like, talkative and stuff. I, I learned a lot that day, actually. And clearly when society progresses, the first thing you say is, like, bring the purple stuff, we're making mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah. That, that's another thing that I think is really interesting is just how much food can bring people together. Because when you share a meal with somebody, you're you're basically sharing yourself, you know what I mean? It's Those a, who it's eat a together. It is. You know, and that's why I think they do it after funerals because it's like, all right, this was really sad. Let's go eat some shit that makes us feel better. Somebody told me something about that, how it was the only like saying I've heard that acknowledges how much family bring or food brings families together or just people in general is those who eat together speak together. Like, if you break bread with somebody, some tea's getting spilled or some shit you know what i'm saying oh yeah i mean that's true have you ever sat down to a meal with somebody and not talked to them it's awkward as shit you got to break the silence some kind of way yeah it, i think it's because it like forces you to sit there and just exist 
with someone. Yeah. yeah. And I think post meal clarity is the closest thing a man can get to post nut clarity without can, actually busting one. I can second that motion. I mean, you're probably right, but I'm just saying it's not close. It's closer it's, than it's most. It's the closest thing you can get, but that gap is is not. It's not nearly yeah. the amount of clarity, but it's like <laughs> yeah, it's like day job clarity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the most clarity you can get with your clothes on. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you could get you could dry hump one out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it'd still be a little I, I, better. I, I, I think you're doing that in the KFC. <laughs> I yeah, probably not. Yeah, you don't underestimate. You know. Don't come between a man and his cum. So it'll happen one way or another. Yeah, we this, are creative. This we will would, improvise. This was going a real wholesome way after the whole grandma fucking thing, and then now it's yeah. just completely gone off the rail. Uh, what a podcast <laughs> you're listening to, sir. <laughs> Boy. Yeah. Oh, anyway, we go to Western Sizzling. Mm-hmm. And uh, we go in there, we eat, you know, talk shit. And, you know, I sit at the table with my younger sister. And, you know, start learning about her. Found out she had a vegan phase that didn't last long as she ordered this massive steak. Delicious. And I was you know, like, kudos to her. I, yeah. I, I love a good story like that. Yeah, you know, I was I was, I was proud. Yeah, you know, I was you like, know. You're, you're, you're my family. So you figured it out. Yeah. I think it's like 70% of people say they would rather have a shorter lifespan than give up meat. <laughs> I know <laughs> I would. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely would. <laughs> if I had to give up meat... I'd probably just die right there. Yeah, what's yeah. What, what's what's life worth of living? Yeah, you know, I I can get behind some like vegan meals, sure, but to do it all the time is just out of the question for me. You know who's a vegan, and I had no idea who's that? Fucking Nate Diaz. Really? Yeah, he's a vegan. Well, he doesn't really super advertise it, but yeah, he he hadn't eaten meat his entire life. I mean, okay. and he's a bad motherfucker. Like he's getting plenty of protein from somewhere. Hmm. Watch him knock out Conor fucking McGregor, <laughs> you know? That is interesting. I mean, you can get protein from, like, plants and shit. It's just not as readily available. You gotta, yeah. you gotta eat more. And that guy has a little bit of natural talent. Yeah. Y'all bit. ever seen uh, <laughs> hashtag vegan bodybuilder on, like, Instagram or Twitter or anything like that? I don't even bother. They are not. It's like the liver king. Near. Yeah, that's a fucking. It is a rip off. That is a scam. Yeah. You know that guy's like five foot nine. Who, liver king. Yeah, he's also roided the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. he is. He, he, like, he lied about and, all that stuff. And if you didn't think he was roided out, then you retarded. Yeah, yeah. But I was just really surprised to find out he is five foot nine, mm-hmm. or like five foot eight and a half, or some shit. Like he's short as shit. But when you watch his videos and stuff, he just looks like this giant dude. All it is is just camera perspective. Yeah. I do agree with him on a few things, though, like the rite of passage and all that. Like, you know, there's got to be some kind of trial to take you from childhood to adulthood kind of thing. I mean, yeah, you you need something, but it doesn't always have to be like an organized thing. No, no. I mean, you just got to go through some stressful shit. Yeah. To really make that click, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about that kind of thing the other day. You know, there's not that. There's not a lot of um, like strife in a lot of people's mm-hmm. lives. Like I, my life is pretty fucking cushy. Not gonna lie. You know, especially when you compare it to you know, like looking at dudes at the military that you know they go, they literally go to some other part of the world. 
and have to fight for their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, or you know, think think back to ye olden days of just the fact that you were born and survived to become a teenager, really and truly, was an astounding feat because there were so many things that could kill you. You could get a prick in your toe and it'd get infected and you're going to die of gangrene. Yeah. You know, there's there's not that kind of thing anymore, really, for, you know, that's, Western civilization. That's why we sort of sexually mature before we fucking mentally mature. Yeah. You know? It like, used to be kind of those two things went hand in hand a little bit more. Yeah. It just, because it, your body is geared up. So, okay, fucking life's kind of short. So reproduce as quickly as possible or your life's not going to get carried on. But that's, it's not how it is anymore. We don't, we don't need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. You ever think serious, about the man. fact that a dude can father children from the time that he's about 13 till he dies? Yeah. Like you can you can spit out a kid every 20 minutes as long as you can get that shit up again. It's also kind of like why we enter, are the ones that got sent out to war. Yeah, you're uh, uh, a lot we're, less useful. We're <laughs> we're a lot more expendable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz if just a few of us they really only need 99 of us. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you got to think one man can get, you know, a thousand women pregnant in a year. Yeah. If you really wanted to. But but a woman you know, can only get pregnant feasibly once a year, yeah. give or take. And that's only for a certain amount of time, even. Mm, she's only having one baby a year. Yeah. So it's, it's really crucial that yeah. they don't get taken out as cannon fodder yeah it's what also makes it kind of weird when you start thinking about like irish twins you ever heard that term Mm-mm. it's where you have two kids born in the same year by the same woman it's like you you had a kid born in like january of 2023 mm-hmm. and then you spat out another one in december 2023 to there wow yeah, yeah. Like you didn't give that thing any kind of refractory period. No, we opened right up for business the next day, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you hit that six weeks clearance and you were going muff diving, son. <laughs> All the way in. <laughs> Did not spill a drop. No. Yeah. <laughs> that one hit the target square on. Fucking yeah. sniper. I was watching some kind of documentary about like populating a different planet or whatever. And they were talking about how many people we'd have to send the minimum uh of each sex that you need is 99 you need 99 unrelated pairs to make like a good healthy sustainable gene pool with no risk of birth defects that you know would be associated with the fucking project yeah so 99 couples so, so you you need a hundred and ninety eight people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ninety nine men, ninety nine women. Yeah, that's really not a lot. Of and people. how many generations would that work for, though? Indefinitely. Indefinitely. Yeah, because enough. Because I think it's when you get to like the isn't it like third or fourth cousins, or it's possible. But I think this makes it so that no one will ever have to. Yep, you would made have up to, with more than a fourth cousin. You would have to sure mathematically work out. They did. They mathematically worked it out. No, I mean, like, you'd have... You, to put this into practice, not just in theory, you would have to map out... Who's going to be Who's who. going to be fucking who. There's going to have to be some, like... 
betrothal. Yeah. Plus, you'd have to work out, like, not every birth is going to be, you know, you're going to have male and female births, but not every couple is going to spit out the right amount of whichever one. So at least your firstborn son or daughter are going to be promised to somebody. Yeah. And then, you know, probably then however many are left, that's just extra. Hmm. But you're going to have to betroth your firstborn for sure yeah. for the first several hundred years in order to achieve, you know, maximally optimal society. That's interesting. It's a lot smaller number than you would think. Honestly. Yeah. I, I thought it was going to be in the thousands. Yeah. Because, I mean, all these people are going to know each other. Oh, yeah. There's 99 Adams, 99 Eves. Well, think about it. You, you know at least 100 people right now. Yeah. So those are all now your companions on the spacecraft that has gone out to planet X and your kids are going to be fucking one of their kids. Right. Yeah. That's an awkward statement. Yeah. You know, they're imagine being assigned someone to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, you know, it happens in places, you know, so look kind, at them titties. Kind of a government issue. <laughs> government <laughs> government issued titties. Yeah. You know, their segue here. This isn't quite on topic, but similar. But uh, there is an app in I think it's Iceland that you have to use to fuck somebody to make sure that they're not your cousin. Wow. Because they're the gene pool is so small there. There's not a lot of people leaving. There's not a pop, lot of people coming in. You gotta be careful that you're not fucking your cousin. We, gotta, we need to yeah. send that shit to Appalachia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's one of the things I was terrified about, terrified about in this whole situation. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, my God, what if I accidentally dated a sister or something? Yeah, because didn't one of your sisters actually have the name of an ex-girlfriend? Yeah, that's the youngest one, though. Yeah, but you didn't know that until you met her. I didn't know that her. at the time. Yeah, they had the same first name. Isn't there a TikTok or story or, like, a channel where there's, like, this this dude and this chick were dating and smashing and all this stuff and they found out they were half brother and sister. I think so. I, I've heard several stories like, like that on like Reddit and, and stuff. And they couldn't decide whether or not they were going to continue their relationship. You probably I need to break it no. off at that point. <laughs> Unless you both get neutered. That would but be no, it. still, it's incest. It's illegal. It is illegal. I mean... Okay, let's take the legality portion of it out and just go with the moral side for a second. I mean, if they both get snipped. If you both get snipped, you're both consenting adults. And it's not like they you read it. You weren't raised together. Yeah, they don't read it as gross because they weren't... They had vastly different lives. Yeah. So different that they were able to go under each other's noses. Yeah, at that point, who really gives a shit? And they're both probably super-duper narcissists. Oh, probably. That's why they're into each other. Because <laughs> they well, have the same thing. That's also why they're having this conundrum of do we break it off or do we keep going? Yeah, I kind of really... So, like, I really like fucking myself. Yeah. Kind, of, kind of a similar, but not similar situation. Like I, A guy that I worked with went to prison with a dude and he thought the dude was cool as shit while he was in there. And like kind of towards the end of the sentence, he found out what he was in for. Dude was in there for like fucking his mom. Fuck. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Like straight up. You work with uh, you work with some fucked up individuals. That happened to. Uh, you I mean, have you not heard this story? Not <laughs> this one, but I've heard plenty of other ones. Yeah, I do work with some 
I mean, construction. It, you, you meet, you meet some weird ones. It'd be that way. You know, it's not quite corporate America. No. Um, though I still believe the corporate people have their demons. They just aren't as open about it. Yeah, they just hide it better. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're right to the forefront with this shit. Oh, yeah. Wow. Ooh. All right, then. Um, yeah. You, I think that's a good place to close the podcast, huh? Oh, uh, I wasn't done. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> what else could possibly have happened? Well, I mean, this is the quick part. I mean, well, kind of quick part. Let's go. Uh, So, we're at Western Sizzle. We all eat. We go outside after the meal. To, like, nothing eventful happens while we're eating. Right. Uh, thank God. <laughs> and uh, we uh, go outside to, you know, do our smoking. And, uh, you know, I've got one cousin, the dude that kind of, helped orchestrate the funeral and all that you know he's we're all sitting there talking he's like man i need a cup and you know i just write it off i don't i don't think anything about it you know we go on a little bit more they tell me a story about my dad like drinking himself to sleep he woke up threw up grabbed the hot beer off the ground swished his mouth out and finished the beer he was that's fucking, dedication he was, he was dedicated Elky. I've seen worse yeah but like he would there's, they were telling me like he would just randomly get up and grab his backpack and then just disappear um you know just he could be gone for a week could be gone for a year didn't know he'd sleep in the woods anything like that just content to shit wherever he went by that time this guy was like I need to cut again and shot back inside and he comes out with a styrofoam cup and uh, you know, it's full of water and ice. And the next thing I know, that water and ice is flying out of the cup. And this man pulls a bush light out of his pocket, <laughs> and like I didn't even see it happen. Like I, like I didn't see the bush go in there. I didn't know he had it in his pocket. Was, like his concealment was fucking a one. He's been doing this a while. Yeah, like and, and he, he that, really does keep that thing on him. Yeah, and like I saw that empty cup and that bush light come out of nowhere, and at that moment I knew I was like, "I'm among family. This is my family. <laughs> <laughs> these, these are my people." Yeah. Did he do the thing where you put it down in the styrofoam? Did it, was one of the, was it one of those no, cups with the lid? It was. He just cracked the beer, poured it in there, and crushed the can. Oh, dang! Yeah, he knew what he was doing. He's, I've he's seen people like professional. I had a buddy named Nathan Olroy, and after we worked night shift, and after we got off, me, him, and my brother, we would go to like Jack's and get breakfast. Yeah. But it's dinner for us. Yeah. But he'd have like three fucking paps in his pockets. Hell yeah. And like he would <coughs> just get a cup, not put anything in it, but tote it around with a straw. When we got to the table, he'd pop the top, pop the can, put it in there, feed the straw into it, boop, he's drinking a beer at the table. That, we did the same thing when I worked at a pickle barrel, um, and I was underage even, but they were feeding me alcohol there. <laughs> they would get one of the the beers went in these clear plastic cups, I guess, so you could see it. You know, when you're at the bar, and so the bartender could come by and be like, "Hey, you want another one?" So they would take that cup, put it inside a larger styrofoam cup, and then put a lid on the styrofoam cup. So that they couldn't, if the boss walked in, they couldn't tell that you were drinking a beer. Mm. I would get so fucking hammered <laughs> in that place and just be making all kinds of, because I ran the fryer. I'd just be making all kinds of different wings and french fries and shit. 
people didn't even order them. I'm cooking up fucking 120 wings, fixing to pass them around to the guys in the in the Hell kitchen. Yeah. Fuck yeah. A side note for that, I only worked in that kitchen for about a month and a half, <laughs> and I'm not 100% sure if that had anything to do with it. Did you get fired? <laughs> No, I left, but it was very much implied that I should probably stop showing up there. Why? <laughs> what happened? I was making wings. Forever? 120 at a time. <laughs> and what, they just fucking caught on? Yeah, I guess. I was I was getting a little too out of hand on that. But you said they were. In, it was implied, so what was said? Um, <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> not the boss, but my supervisor was kind of like, look, man... They're they're kind of catching on to what we're doing here, and you're causing too much smoke on everybody. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's. I was I was stoned off my ass at the time. I was like, man, that's that's something else. Isn't that something? They know what we're doing in here. I was like, yeah, man, they're they're counting all the stuff. I was like. Well, but I mean, I'm making the food, man. <laughs> food for everybody. We got enough yeah, food to feed you know, the whole like, town. Like, you know, it's family meal. And he's like, you fucking idiot. There's no family meal here. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I've been cooking family meal every night. <laughs> yeah, I'd have cooked up like 2,000 chicken wings, man. <laughs> you ate them last night, man. It's like, yeah, but that's not that's not the fucking point, dude. <laughs> So we're, we need somebody to put this on. Thank you for the chicken. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I'd already had another job lined up anyway. I was ready to get the fuck out of there. Fuck Pickle Barrel. This is the same yeah. job that this this dude was a serious short man complex. He was, I don't know, 5'7", maybe, but as wide as a fucking brick house. He was strong as shit. He picked my ass up and put me in the dish pit one night. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. This That's, guy was a fucking geez. asshat. Holy shit. Yeah. And, you know, I'm 6'3", 200 pounds, and this dude lifted me up like I was fucking, um... What? He's like, I'm going to climb up there and slap shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> what? What's that girl? She's a porn star. She, there was a meme about her. She was sitting there on the couch, and there's a bunch of black dudes around her. Piper Perry. Piper Perry. This motherfucker picked me up like I was Piper Perry and threw me in the fucking dish pit. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. It was something else. He also got in a whipped cream fight with a, uh, or not whipped cream, sour cream fight with uh, one of the waitresses. Oh, boy. I would have more to say, but my tumbly is rumbling again. Yeah. Well, I think this is a good spot yeah. to, to kill it here. So this I, has been... Didn't, wasn't there... You ain't even done. No, I mean, that was pretty much the end of it. Oh, I okay. mean, the rest of it's just like commentary on what happened. Oh, okay. I mean, it, you know, it. ultimately it's like... It, it, it's like a hole that's getting filled. That's know? what she said. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be a weird weird journey, but it's been. And bear in mind that this all happened over four days. So, yeah. Wow, that is that is a hell of a story. It is a hell of a story. Yeah. Well, thanks wait, for letting me tell it. You're welcome. I'm yeah, glad th you did it. Thanks for being on, man. Yeah, mm -hmm. we've done. We hit the two hour mark, and. My lower intestine says it's time to go to the other room. Yeah. No shit. Well, <laughs> this has been the uh, I'm Not Going to Work Tomorrow podcast. I'm your host, Wolfman. I'm your host, Eads. <laughs>
Yep. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for talking, John. Have a good one. Yeah. I'm not going to work tomorrow. I'm not going to work tomorrow either. I'm not going to work tomorrow.